Welcome to the Gov Innovator Podcast. I'm Andy Feldman. Our focus today is developing agency performance plans with lessons from Anne Arundel County in Maryland. Our guest is Elizabeth Funch from the County Executive's Office. Here's a clip. One of the biggest values is simply having that engagement from county leadership. And so the departments can see that county leadership is interested in this and that we're looking at it and we're talking about it, that we're not just collecting data for the sake of collecting it. And even though we are putting it public facing, but we're also looking at it a little bit deeper and talking about it. Anne Arundel County has a population of just under 600,000 people and is south of Baltimore and east of Washington, D.C., with the county seat being Annapolis. In 2018, under County Executive Stuart Pittman, the county launched a performance-focused office called ArundelStat, inspired by performance stat initiatives such as CityStat. One of the key initiatives of the office so far has been developing performance plans for county agencies, which are being used by top executive leadership within the county, as we'll explore. To learn more, we're joined by Elizabeth Funch. She's the founding manager of ArundelStat, and prior to that served as a senior performance manager in Prince George's County in Maryland. Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you so much, Andy. I'm happy to be here. So Elizabeth, your office, the ArundelStat office, of two people, we should note, this is a lot of work being led by two people, achieved a milestone recently, which is working with county departments. You created 30 departmental performance plans, one per department, which will be updated annually from now on. These plans sound like a really useful radar for county leaders and departments about performance trends and opportunities for improvement. We'll discuss how they're being used in a minute, but first tell us what are the main components of the plans? Sure. So each performance plan included the mission statement, which most departments had mission statements, but they may not have been looked at in many years. So it was an opportunity to look at them and revamp them and sort of make sure they still said what the department wanted them to say. The second was the core services. So the three to five core things that this department focused on. The next part were goals and objectives. So every department had at least one goal and under that, at least one objective. And for the objective, we had um, a narrative section, which included a blurb about why is this important? Why should we care about this? And it also included a trend analysis on the data, which simply was sort of a statement about where we are in meeting this objective this year and how it may have compared to last year or the year before. And if it made sense, factors that directly impacted that number, either positively or negatively. And then we get to the data itself. So all of the work that is reflected numerically that goes into meeting this objective. The data meaning uh, performance metrics. Metrics. So yeah, so that data were the metrics. So looking at um, the resources that go into meeting this objective, the work that goes into meeting this objective. And then looking at the impact or outcome metric. So that number that really sort of is a numerical visualization of what we are measuring to see if we're on track to meet this objective or maybe we're not on track yet to to see where we are and if if we need to make some course corrections or if we're doing really well and, and everything is okay. And Elizabeth, I know that these performance plans, which are available 
online to the public vary from a page in some cases for smaller agencies to five or six pages for some of the bigger agencies like Public Works. And in doing this work, you've mentioned to me that one of the challenges was getting the scope of some of these goals or objectives right so that they're not too broad and they're not too narrow. Yeah, that's correct. So um, when we're looking at objectives that should be more narrow than the goal, um, it was challenging sometimes because as they were written by a department, they would focus on one specific project. They'd be so narrow that maybe in a year it wouldn't make sense because that project was over. So sometimes that communication bit so that they understood, although we are changing this and making it broader, we're still encompassing what you want. And it still makes sense so that in a couple of years, when this project that's addressing this issue is over, there's another another project that has taken its place, and we're still measuring the movement on the same issue. Objectives that are broader than the project level, in other words, that's a useful tip. Elizabeth, tell us next, if you would, about any surprises that were part of this process. Yeah, um, I think I expected that some departments would um, be more involved than others, but I think some of the departments that really took ownership of their own plan surprised me, like it was the actual department that ended up doing that, that surprised, pleasantly surprised me. But it was great when those departments took it upon themselves to really create their goals, objectives, and just sort of used me as a sounding board to make sure they were on track with what we needed rather than me sort of framing something out for them to to check to see if I it was on track. So that was really surprising and great. It was great to see those departments really take ownership over this project because it is their data. That's great to hear. Give us some details if you would Elizabeth on how this work got done. I assume meetings with agencies It sounds like a tremendous amount of work to be led by two people, by the way. It was a lot of work. And I have um, a great analyst, Bradley. He was wonderful. I'm really happy that I had him as my teammate for this project. But um, getting back to the production of 30 performance plans. So I reached out to all the department heads and essentially um, introduced myself because I had just started, talked about the project and asked them for a point of contact because we needed someone who we could within each department who we could reach out to when we needed things. So with each of these points of contact, we coordinated at first it was face-to-face meetings. And then as needed, we did zoom and email. That was another important piece is to have that. We call them performance points of contact, but you know, someone within the department who we could go through to coordinate what we needed instead of reaching out to various people within the department. That's very useful. So Elizabeth, I've saved one of the most important questions for now, which is how are these performance plans going to be used? So one of the uses will be with conversations between county leadership and department leadership. Right now, we are actually in the process of joining these leadership meetings to talk about the performance plans. We don't go through everything, but my analyst and I go through the plan and pick out a couple things that either interest us or also work that departments are doing that directly relates to priorities of this administration to show where we are, where we have been, and where we're going. 
to facilitate some of those conversations about work. Another use of the plan is around um, budgeting. We do not do performance-based budgeting or outcome-based budgeting, I think is the official term. But there is room to use these performance plans to um, create justification for a request that's in the budget. So using performance as a way to inform the budget. And Elizabeth, I am assuming that if you're aiming to create a culture of continuous improvement and a focus on results, there's nothing better than having the county executive engage with agency heads, department leaders on topics of performance and outcomes. Yes, for sure. One of the biggest values is simply having that engagement from county leadership. And so the departments can see that county leadership is interested in this and that we're looking at it and we're talking about it, that we're not just collecting data for the sake of collecting it. And even though we are putting it public facing, but we're also looking at it a little bit deeper and talking about it. That's a great note to end on. Elizabeth Funch from Anne Arundel County. Elizabeth, thank you for giving us an update on the county's progress in developing and using these departmental performance plans and no doubt strengthening a culture of continuous improvement within the county. Thanks. Thank you too, Andy. I really love having the opportunity to um, talk about my team and talk about the work that we've been doing.